Good afternoon, everyone, and thank you for joining us for today's update on the Alberta wildfires. Uh, our apologies that we do not have an ASL interpreter for today, but they'll be back tomorrow. We'll begin with remarks from, rem uh, we'll begin with remarks from Minister of Forestry, Parks, and Tourism, Todd Lowen, uh, followed by updates from Colin Blair from the Alberta Emergency Management Agency and Christy Tucker from Alberta Wildfire. Over to you, Minister. Thank you very much and good afternoon everyone. Uh, I want to begin my re remarks today by recognizing and thanking the many people who are working to protect our communities. From the firefighters and personnel on the front line to those working behind the scenes helping out wherever they are most needed, thank you. The situation across the province remains volatile and the forecasted conditions for this weekend could lead to extreme wildfire behavior. But we have a solid plan, working closely with the frontline municipalities and first responders to ensure that the right resources are available and in place. It's an enormous effort and requires a lot of coordination, but all officials are working hard to ensure the right resources are available and on the ground. As we head into the long weekend, we are introducing a number of measures to keep people safe. Albertans planning to spend time on Crown land this weekend are asked to put safety first and reduce the risk of wildfire. To help prevent increased risk, we are introducing a voluntary public land restriction for Northwest Alberta. This means that we are asking Albertans to restrict recreational activities like backcountry camping, mountain biking and even hiking on public land in areas where the fire danger is extreme. Having less people on the landscape allows our crews to focus on responding to emergency situations. This voluntary recreation restriction is in effect for public land in the Edson, Grand Prairie, High Level, Peace River, Slave Lake, and White Court forest areas. It also applies to the Rocky Mountain House forest area located north of Highway 11. There are also several provincial park and recreation area closures in effect in areas where the fire danger is high. Parks that will be closed this weekend include Young's Point Provincial Park, Williamson Provincial Park, Smoke Lake Provincial Recreation Area, Saskatoon Island Provincial Park, Winogamy Lake Provincial Park, Brazo Reservoir Provincial Recreation Area, Two Lakes Provincial Park, Iosigan Lake Provincial Recreation Area, Waskahegan River Provincial Recreation Area, Blue Rapids Provincial Recreation Area, Minnow Lake Provincial Recreation Area, and Wolf Lake West Provincial Recreation Area. We are continuing to monitor conditions and other closures may be announced. The list of closures will continue to be updated online at alberta.ca slash emergency. Campers who have made reservations that will be cancelled as a result of these closures will receive an automatic refund. These restrictions and closures are in place until further notice. The wildfire situation is changing daily and we are committed to making decisions that protect the safety of Albertans. In addition, a fire ban in place across the forest protection area. That means wood fires are prohibited on public and private land, including in backyards. There is also an off-highway vehicle restriction in place. The use of off-highway vehicles is prohibited on public land, including designated off-highway vehicle trails. This restriction includes any motorized vehicle designed to go beyond roadways, including Jeeps and pickup trucks. I know this is disappointing for many, but it is necessary to reduce the risk of wildfire. Albertans who are headed to, heading to Crown land this weekend should review active restrictions, closures, advisories and trail conditions before finalizing their plans. 
Conservation officers will be increasing patrols and other staff will be on the landscape to educate Albertans and ensure compliance. Non-compliance could result in penalties, including fines, so please follow the restrictions that have been put into effect. I know that for many of us, this weekend is traditionally spent outdoors with family and friends. While some outdoor activities can continue, we are asking Albertans to stay safe and take precautions to reduce the risk of wildfire. It might not seem like it, but your actions this weekend will make a difference. I was pleased to learn that the mandatory evacuation order for the town of Valleview has been lifted and that re-entry operations began earlier today. On a personal level, I can say that this is welcome news for my family, my friends and my neighbours who call this area home. While the situation there and in many parts of the province remains serious, this bit of positive news highlights the importance of doing everything we can as Albertans to support the tireless work of our wildfire personnel by allowing them to focus on protecting our homes and communities. Our hearts go out to the many Albertans who are still displaced. By paying attention to the restrictions in your area and taking the necessary precautions, you are supporting our wildfire response and helping crews make headway that will allow more people to return to their home sooner. Please continue to listen to local officials and obey the orders that you receive. For information on available supports, please visit alberta.ca slash emergency or call 310-4455. Thank you, and I'll now turn it over to Colin Blair from the Alberta Emergency Management Agency. Thank you, Minister. Good afternoon, everyone. I'd like to once again express my sincere gratitude to all of the firefighters, emergency responders, incident management personnel, staff and volunteers who are fighting the wildfires across Alberta. Keep up the great work and be safe. Alberta continues to be under a provincial state of emergency and the Provincial Emergency Coordination Centre remains at level four. With the fire danger very high to extreme in northern Alberta and high along the eastern slopes of the Rockies, Air quality remains poor in many parts of the province. There are 22 states of local emergency as well as five banned council resolutions. 10,343 Albertans remain evacuated at this time and there are 14 reception centres open for affected areas. The total number of evacuation orders now stands at 16. All residents who are evacuating should register at the nearest reception centre or online. Registering makes it easier to get help and resources to evacuees and it makes it easier for officials to reach residents with important updates and information. There was good news this morning for the residents of Valley View. The mandatory evacuation order affecting the town has been lifted. Re-entry to the town site began at noon today. As well, the evacuation area for the Sturgeon Lake Cree Nation area has been downsized. Residents should go to the Alberta Emergency Alert for the latest information about how this impacts them. I'd like to speak to the incredible response we've received from the call for volunteers with firefighting skills and experience. Our agency has received more than 500 emails so far from Albertans wanting to volunteer. We're actively triaging each of those emails based on qualifications and certification and we're connecting individuals to local municipalities who could use them. The offer includes 158 firefighters so far, which we have sent to forestry, parks and tourism to deploy in the wildfire response. 
I'd like to address the media question yesterday about Calgary firefighters who provided support to Grand Prairie. These Calgary firefighters were brought in several weeks ago by the municipality to help protect the city. They were municipal firefighters, not trained specifically for fighting wildfire. When the fires in those areas were contained, they returned to Calgary where they have time off and get ready to be redeployed where needed. Generally speaking, when firefighters from outside a community are demobilized, they return to their home community until they are requested again. This is part of the normal resource management during an incident. As we head into May long weekend, I want to remind Albertans that most of the province is under a fire ban. It's crucial to obey these bans and follow any restrictions in place to reduce the chance of starting new wildfires and avoid further stressing firefighting resources. Know the risks the latest situation in your community, and how you can do your part to protect yourself, your family, and your neighbours. The best way to receive the latest wildfire information is by downloading the Alberta Emergency Alert app. Pay attention to emergency alerts and listen to local news updates. And please make sure the information is from trusted and verified sources. In addition to downloading the Alberta Emergency Alert app, follow your local authority's social media accounts and other notification message methods. For those in a community still on evacuation alert, please remember that the situation can change quickly. An evacuation order could come at any time with little to no warning, specifically with increasingly hot and dry conditions expected later this week. Being prepared is key to saving lives, so you can, vac you can vacate your property quickly and safely. Albertans can find valuable evacuation preparation tips and more online at alberta.ca slash be prepared. Pack an emergency kit that will last for a week or more with essential items like medications, identification, a first aid kit, flashlights, batteries, non-perishable food, cash and clothing. This kit should be kept in an accessible location ready to go at a moment's notice. We also urge people to have a plan to stay in touch with loved ones as well as having a plan for their pets. Alberta SPA, SPCA peace officers can assist with pets and can be reached at 1-800-455-9003. Evacuated farmers and ranchers should call the, wild, the Wildfire Resource Line at 310-4455 with questions regarding livestock. Finally, I want to remind evacuees that we, can, we, we do have a nightly telephone town hall they can join. The call begins at 7.30 p.m. and provides an opportunity to get information on many topics like evacuation payments, insurance coverage, and other supports for evacuees. Government staff and community partners and agencies are on the call to answer questions. If you miss the live town halls, you can always listen to the recordings afterward. They are available online at alberta.ca. Anyone can join the town hall by calling 1-833-380-0691. Thank you, and I would now like to turn things over to Christy from Alberta Wildfire for more information on the provincial wildfire situation. Thank you, Colin. There are 92 wildfires currently burning in the forest protection area of Alberta. 26 of those are out of control. So far this year, we've responded to 487 wildfires, burning nearly 765,000 hectares. 
The fire danger is expected to be extreme across the northern parts of the province again today, which could result in some active wildfire behaviour. Under these conditions, a wildfire can start easily and spread quickly. Firefighters can experience challenging conditions in hot, dry and windy weather. But progress has been made on many active wildfires in the province and we continue to reinforce fire breaks around communities, work on new fire starts and put out hot spots on active wildfires. We are expecting and preparing for more active wildfire behaviour today and over the next few days. There are currently 1,700 people working on wildfires from Alberta Wildfire, plus 987 from other agencies across Canada and the US. Today, we're expecting another 113 firefighters to arrive from the States and 18 from the Yukon. In addition, we're responding to the people who've come forward to assist us with firefighting duties. Wildland firefighting is a profession with obvious risks, and that's why we need to be rigorous in our assessment to make sure we're only putting people on the fire line if they're trained and experienced. We are contacting qualified wildland firefighters and we'll work to get them in place as quickly as possible. There are challenging days ahead, but we're ready. With help from firefighters here at home across North America, we will manage the wildfire situation in the face of extreme conditions. And we ask Albertans for their help too. Don't be responsible for starting a new wildfire. Please follow the local rules and restrictions in place and help prevent any wildfires from starting. Go to albertafirebands.ca for more information. Thank you. All right, before we get to questions, Minister Lowen is just going to reread um, a list from his speaking notes because uh, we realized we had some audio issues on the live stream. So uh, we'll invite Minister Lowen back up. Yeah, so just wanted to uh, reiterate the provincial parks and recreation areas and campgrounds where the fire danger is high that will be closed for this weekend. Young's Point Provincial Park, Williamson Provincial Park, Smoke Lake Provincial Recreation Area, Saskatoon Island Provincial Park, Winogamy Lake Provincial Park, Eagle Point Provincial Park, Brazo Reservoir Provincial Recreation Area, Two Lakes Provincial Park, Iosigan Lake Provincial Recreation Area, Waskahegan River Provincial Recreation Area, Blue Rapids Provincial Recreation Area, Minnow Lake Provincial Recreation Area, and Wolf Lake West Provincial Recreation Area. Perfect. Thanks, Minister. Before we get to questions, I'd like to remind everyone on the line that this is an update regarding the ongoing Alberta wildfires in the provincial state of emergency. During the election period, government communications are limited. These limitations are outlined in the elections communications policy, which is available at alberta.ca slash news. As a result, Minister Lowen and the officials' presence will only be able to answer questions related to the ongoing wildfire situation. In addition to our speakers, we have Shane Schreiber and Heather Von Hoff from Alberta Forestry Parks and Tourism who are available to answer technical questions. When asking questions, please state your name and outlet. Each reporter will have one question and one follow-up. And seeing that we have no one in the room, we're going to go to the lines. So, operator, please put through the first caller. Thank you. Emily Mertz, Global News. Thanks for taking the question. Um, 765,000 hectares seems like an awful lot. I know it's gone up significantly from probably about 10 days ago even, when it was around 400-something. Um, Ms. Tucker, can you provide a context um, for that amount of, of area destroyed already this season? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, when we look over the averages of, of what we would have seen uh, burned at this time of year on an average wildfire season, uh, the number is significantly, significantly less. Um, we have seen extraordinary numbers. Uh, the fires and the conditions that we saw at the end of April, beginning of May, have led to a significant amount of of area burned here in the province, um, far more than we would have on an average season and extraordinarily uh, through many uh, parts of the province instead of focused on just one or two uh, large-scale wildfires. So it has been said before, but this really does uh, bring home the fact that it has been an extraordinary season. Um, as we're heading into uh, the May long weekend, that is traditionally the time when we start to see uh, wildfires on a larger scale because of people out and about in, in recreation areas. We see more uh, human-caused fires traditionally at that time of year. Um, that's why you're hearing a very stark message right now about the dangers of wildfire, uh, starting a new wildfire here in the province and why it's so important to listen to the warnings uh, that are out there and help us prevent any new wildfires from starting. Do you have a follow-up question? I do. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, so you just said the term ex extraordinary and we've heard unprecedented. And so obviously that's in terms of the hectares burned, uh, the early onset. Are there any other factors that are leading to this um, unprecedented term being used or the extraordinary? Is it the amount of firefighters needed? Is it communities being evacuated? Are there any other factors that lead it to be so unprecedented? Uh, with the size of, of the fires, we've already seen uh, double what we would average uh, the number of fires that we would see on an average uh, season. Uh, so we have seen more fires in number and significantly more area burned than we would see on average. We've seen um, unusual conditions. We've seen unusual numbers of firefighters needed. Uh, we are uh, testing the record book on, on almost every measure. There are a lot of things that are different about this year. And and uh, that's why we have to take extraordinary measures to, to bring in extra help in order to keep the situation under control. All right. Operator, could you please put through the next caller? Thank you, Nicole Weisberg, CTV. Hi. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, so we saw another news release today on suspicious brush fires being lit, this time near Peace River. We've also seen some reports near Entwistle and Grand Prairie with so much resources and work going into fighting these fires. You know, how discouraging is this to hear about and any message you'd like to send about this kind of behavior? I haven't seen the news release, so I couldn't comment on that specifically. But certainly, we investigate the cause of every wildfire, and we do see a, a large number of human-caused wildfires at this time of year. Now, that does not mean wildfires that are deliberately set. Uh, that means any human activity that can, that can lead to a wildfire, sometimes unintentionally. So uh, it certainly is something that I know all Albertans uh, would feel strongly about if they heard that people were deliberately setting wildfires, but we certainly investigate to ensure uh, the cause so that we can use that information in the future. Do you have a follow-up question? Yes, I wanted to ask about the, the volunteer firefighters. So I, I was just hoping you could clarify that these volunteer firefighters will not be compensated, and what kind of shifts would they be working? 
uh, all firefighters that are hired by uh, Alberta Wildfire would be compensated because they would be trained and specialized uh, wildland firefighters. We would treat them as we would any of our uh, firefighters on the ground. Uh, they would be working the same uh, shifts and we'd be putting their skills to use as we would with any of our Alberta firefighters. I think the minister's coming up, Christy. Thank you. Yeah, just in addition to, to the, the previous announcement we had where we will be compensating the municipalities for their volunteer firefighting uh, teams that have been out on the landscape fighting fires. So, so we are compensating these, uh, these volunteers. A lot of the municipalities compensate their volunteers with uh, a per diem when they're out on fires. And we want to make sure that they're encouraged to, to be there and, and be there helping out, knowing full well that they're taking time off their, their jobs and uh, from, away from their families. So we want to make sure that they are uh, encouraged to be there and help us with this situation that we're in. Great. And operator, do we have any more callers on the line? There are no additional callers in the queue today. All right. Uh, with that, that'll conclude today's media availability. Please note a media situation report will be distributed later today, and there'll be another update tomorrow at 3 p.m. Thank you.